What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Scalp Solutions Podcast. I am your host, David Santiago, and today I have with me an amazing guest, and she goes by the name of Alyssa Ashley. She is the artistic educator for Hair Club. Alyssa, what is up? Hey, how are you? I am doing great. First, thank you for taking some time out to come on to the podcast and chop it up with me. Absolutely. Plenty of time these days, you know. <laughs> yeah, we got to take advantage of it, right? You got to keep ourselves busy. So, um, Alyssa, tell us uh, where you're from and talk to us about what it is that you do. What's your profession? All right. Well, I live in Las Vegas. I'm kind of a, from everywhere. I've traveled a lot, just moved around the country, but I'm based out of Las Vegas. And um, like you said, I'm an artistic educator at Hair Club. Um, I travel quite a bit to our locations. We have 120 um, locations in the U.S., Canada, Puerto Rico, and now the U.K. So I kind of go between our locations, teaching and um, assisting. So it's a it's a pretty cool, pretty cool gig. Outstanding. And when we were talking offline, you mentioned to me that you are one of two artistic educators for the entire company so that means you're you're pretty uh you're pretty big dogs you you're like the master the uh the master installer and all that huh well you said it not me oh, i said ah <laughs> no, there I, we go uh, i have a i have i work with an awesome team i have a partner that um is also an artistic educator who's awesome and um we have a team of about 10 of us total that have different roles on the team um but it's it is definitely and we definitely have to keep things uh, fresh and educate ourselves and make sure that we're we're providing like new exciting information for our stylists around the country so uh, it's a pretty cool job yeah yeah absolutely it sounds like an awesome gig so let me ask you how how did you get into hair oh gosh so i've always wanted to do hair i um i think i knew probably when i was like 10 or 11 that that's what i wanted to do like when you're in school and they're like you get to job shadow. I was like, I want to go to a hair salon. <laughs> um, so I've always known um, I started beauty school when I was 16. And um, I've actually been working um, at hair clubs since I was 19. So um, it's been just something that I've always enjoyed, been passionate about. And I feel very like lucky that I never had to wonder like what I want to do for my career. Yeah, yeah. So, were you working at a, a traditional salon before you made that move into the uh, into the hair club? I was. So, I started in a traditional salon right out of school, um, and just struggled. It was a small salon, and I didn't have a clientele yet. And you know, you have to kind of pay your dues in the salon world. So, oh, yeah. you know, learning. And I also didn't really work somewhere that had a big focus on education. So, I didn't have like people to teach me really. So it was, it just wasn't really like what I expected when I got into the industry. So I worked for about a year and kind of jumped around and then I stumbled upon hair club. And I think from there, it just kind of has morphed into, you know, where I'm at today. Awesome. And now you said you were, you know, so you got to hair club when you were 19 years old, you said a year in the salon. So you were 18. So at 18, I mean, what were you doing prior to that? I could only imagine a teenager where you just, you know, regular little, you know, side jobs and stuff like that. Or were you doing like side, uh, you know, work within, within the hair, work, in the hair industry? I did a little bit of um, work in the hair industry. Growing up, I, I was in a small town and there was a, you know, a hairdresser there that I kind of looked up to and she would let me come into the salon and sweep, 
and, you know, watch her. And I babysat for her just to kind of get my hair done for free, but also to like kind of just get a little exposure. So I did that. And then um, I, I worked full time from the time I was 16. So I I worked at McDonald's actually for yeah, most of my baby. time in, in beauty school. <laughs> I think everybody has that like one fast food. It's the foundation, right you know, it's the foundation. <laughs> McDonald's started it all. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I worked at McDonald's uh, almost all the way through beauty school. And then towards the end, I had another odd job. And then um, as soon as I finished school, I went to work. I was already working in a salon. Um, I went to school in Florida and there's kind of a waiting period between when you finish school and taking your state board there. I think it was a couple months. So I had started reception at a salon and kind of just shadowing the, the people um, that work there. So, um, yeah, just odds and ends stuff, I guess. Yeah. So what, what was it that compelled you to focus on, you know, hair replacement? So it's kind of a funny story. I really had no idea that's what I was getting into. Like it wasn't something that I sought out. Um, this is probably going to age me a little bit, but I <laughs> answered to add in the paper. <laughs> so there was, they were hiring a hair club. Um, I had moved back to Oregon after um, I finished school and worked for a bit because um, I went through a year in Florida that had like, they had like three hurricanes back to back and it just really was not, I mean, as a 19, 18 year old, going on 19 right around there and it was you know tough like things were closed for a long time the economy rebuilding and my parents were like I think you probably should just kind of be closer to home so came back to Oregon and then you know looking for a job I saw an ad for hair club so I went in and even in the interview I still had no clue what, <laughs> what was happening be doing. yeah <laughs> there really wasn't obviously things have changed we have a much more like informative interview process now but at the time it was like you know here's kind of what we do and um and so I actually didn't get selected for the position at that time but somehow the person they hired didn't show up for work so they called me a couple weeks later and oh, I ended up starting then <laughs> look at that hey thanks for not showing up for work that day <laughs> right whoever that was I have them yeah thanks for appreciate you <laughs> that's great so yeah. um so what what do you enjoy most about you know working at hair club um i think aside from just my colleagues like the family environment that we have we have a lot of tenured employees so like we just have built these like lasting friendships and relationships so outside of that though it's really the impact we have on the clients i mean that is something that is so special and I think early on I realized like you really can change someone's life by doing this. And it just had me hooked like that feeling of like, I really literally just impacted this person's life for, you know, years and years to come. And so that really is what kept me like excited and engaged. Yeah. That's an amazing feeling. I, I could totally uh, relate with that. Cause even, you know, as a barber, when you send someone home and you know, they're, they're looking at themselves and you can see it, man, like you did something for, for their soul. And then you're like, how can you beat that? And then when I started making that transition into, into installing hair systems and it's like a totally different reaction It's like, they're, they're excited, but you know, some of them, you know, you see them, they get sentimental and it's like, Whoa, hold on a minute. Like I did something amazing for this person. So yeah, absolutely. I could definitely relate what you know what advice would you give to someone who like any barber or cosmetologist that wants to get into the uh, the hair replacement or the the hair loss industry 
I mean, I definitely encourage it. I think it's important to be educated. I think a lot of people right now are seeing just like social media clips like, oh, I could do that. And they're working with, you know, one manufacturer and one type of adhesive and not necessarily getting educated on how to use them properly. Um, so my best advice would be, you know, be knowledgeable if that's something that you want to offer. You know, take classes, learn about the products that we're using. You know, every client is unique and needs something a little different and every, you know, product is a little different. So just take time to educate yourself and uh, make sure that you're investing in in good tools and products as well. So you're not, um, you know, using, like I said, the same thing doesn't work for every client. So if you've only taken one class and they taught you about one type of, you know, base and one type of adhesive and one type of solvent, it's not enough to reach, you know, multiple clients. So educate yourself. Um, you know, there's a lot of resources now. There's a lot of people that teach classes. Um, I think that's something that, you know, hopefully in the future you'll even see from, you know, hair clubs. So you never know, um, you know, what's going to happen. And I think that just making sure that um, you're looking for, you know, those resources before you start offering services. Um, that way, you, you know, you don't, you know, have experience with your client where you're not able to troubleshoot for them. If, if they come back in two weeks and things didn't go smoothly and you don't know the answers, you know, you can really cause someone to have, a, um, you know, the opposite feeling of, you know, you solved the problem for them. But if, if it's not something that, that's sustainable, you know, it could really damage their opinion about hair restoration. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, talking about, you know, the training and having the right uh, tools and resources, what's the training like for someone, you know, someone coming on board fresh over at a hair club? Like, cause I'm sure, you know, like you said, there's so many different, you know, there's different adhesives and bases and just manufacturers and everything. So like how, how long is that transition when you go from training to like, all right, buddy, you're on your own and, you know, do what you got to do. So we have a, a new stylist training. So if somebody comes in from, you know, even if they've done hair restoration or not, um, if they have just, you know, worked in a, a more of a mainstream salon, we have a two week training period where they're um, with a trainer for that time. So they would either come to me or, you know, someone um, on our training team for two full weeks um, of hands on, but also, you know, kind of like the book work of like the knowledge and information um, of training. And then, Every location also has someone that's going to be kind of responsible for their growth when they go back um, for checking in on their services, observing them, you know, helping coach them um, where they see maybe they are struggling a little bit because it's a lot like, you know, when you've even if you've worked 10 years in a, a salon coming into hair restoration, I always tell people like pretend like it's your freshman year. Definitely. Everything <laughs> you thought you knew doesn't always apply in this industry. So it's totally different. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask. Well, let me not let me ask you. I want to say, right, we all know that you can perform an amazing procedure on a client, but there will always be that one client that's not satisfied. All right. That being said, do you have like a client like what has been your worst client experience and, and how did you handle that? Okay. So <laughs> I, I, there, there, I mean, I, in all the years, I definitely have had a few. Um, I think that the worst experience for me, it's not necessarily a specific client. It's an experience that I've seen consistently over the years. And it's when the person coming in is not well supported. 
um, by either their spouse or their family. Um, and they want it so desperately, but they're not getting encouragement. And so um, they either decide it's not for them or they kind of look for ways out because maybe someone made fun of them when they went home or, you know, I've seen spouses that weren't very supportive, um, even though, you know, they would even agree, oh, yeah, he looks great, but he doesn't or she doesn't need to do this. Um, and it's such a personal thing. And it's so hard for me. And when that happens, because I, I know what it's like to feel that way. So I really hate when I see somebody that's so discouraging. Um, so that would be my biggest, like, I guess, frustration when it comes to not being able to satisfy a client is really about just them ne not necessarily making that decision because of somebody else. Yeah, that's definitely difficult. I've 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 experienced that where, you know, because I, I primarily deal with with men and I've had some that they come in and they're like so eager to get, um, you know, whether it be the scalp micropigmentation or, or hair system. And then, you know, their significant others kind of like, yeah, this is stupid. I don't know why he's doing this. And, you know, you 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 look at them and you kind of want to be like, hey, man, shut up. You know, like what the hell? But, you know, you got to be a professional and just kind of like, OK, I got to let this guy handle his business. Right. Yeah. It's tough. It's like, man, you know, I can see for the client that it's something that's really upsetting them and they want it. And then to not have that support from people that love you, to me, it's like, you know, I don't think, you know, I get, you know, people having an opinion, oh, you look great the way you are. And that's great to say that. But at the same time, if, if something bothers me and I want to change it about myself, I would hope that the people in my life would encourage me as long as it's safe. You know, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what, what would you, what would you, what kind of impact would you like to leave in this, uh, in this community, in this hair loss community? You know, I think, um, for me, the most important thing has always been just to kind of, um, leave an impression. Um, I, I love teaching. I love educating, whether it's with the client or, you know, other stylists. Um, so really just to be kind of known as an expert, be trendsetting, you know, breaking barriers, um, and um, really just to leave a lasting impression um, on the people that I am able to work with. Outstanding. And what's the future looking like for you, Alyssa? What you got? Any projects you got coming on? Is a uh, hair club going to start releasing some how-to videos? Because, you know, we're hurting out here trying to, you know, <laughs> these YouTube videos ain't doing us any good, all right? Uh, like, yeah, we, anything you guys got coming out that we should be keeping the ear out for? Well, one thing that I love is that we're always coming out with new stuff. And I think that the, you know, social media age has definitely changed how we're able to share that information. So I do think you're going to see a lot more um, videos. I mean, that's definitely, even in the last year, has become a really big reality that we never really had before. So I think that's going to be um, something that we do share a lot more. We've been doing weekly um zoom webinars just to connect with um, people out there that just want some information um doing quick tutorials so all of that stuff is starting to come out a little more now that we're you know kind of stuck at home um but i think really the future right now is just navigating this whole situation that we're in and trying to be a part of what is the solution for a new normal in salons that's going to be safe um, that's going to keep stylists safe that's going to keep the clients safe and um, really how we're going to be functioning after this you know i think like you said youtube and um the videos zoom all of that is going to become i think really part of our new normal 
Um, so just, you know, kind of paving the way in that, you know, department and being, um, you know, somebody that's, you know, educated on what's happening and how we're responding to it. And like I said, just making, uh, making sure that this new normal is something that, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat. Let's figure out how to do it the best way possible. Definitely. And, uh, you know, we're all going to have to learn how to adapt into installing uh, hair systems wearing spacesuits because that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be the new door. You know, it's going to be like, hey, oh, yeah. spacesuit on, oxygen on. All right. We're here to go. All right. 45 minute debrief. All right. Going in for the install. Right. I know. I just ordered all my scuba equipment, so I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> you be, oh, that's awesome. So that's a great visual. Yeah. Um, they actually, it, I was looking the other day, someone has developed this. Uh, it's not a full suit. It's like from the torso up. I'm not going to lie. I can totally see myself purchasing this. It's got like a, maybe like a two by three wide like screen it's like a humongous face screen that goes it covers your head and it goes to like your your, your chest and i could totally oh see God. yeah barbers or cosmetologists like anyone within our field like totally wearing this <laughs> once we're done i'm gonna i'm gonna text you uh the link it's actually it's pretty fascinating actually um oh my god <laughs> so uh Funny. yeah that's gonna be the new norm and everybody's gonna start experimenting and like developing these like oh how do we create something for barbers and have them look like they're in a bubble or something um yeah i mean you don't know because like this could really go on for quite a while yeah and, like the ppe that we're using although it's great and designed to protect people it's probably not been designed for people who are cutting hair so you know i think it is going to take um you know some stylists and innovative people really to make this work for our profession so you know these things that we're using were designed for most of in most cases other fields so yeah. we'll see when we get in there, like how well does this work and what can we do to make it more comfortable yeah. if we're going to be, if this is a long-term solution. Definitely. I guarantee you there's some barbers and cosmetologists at home right now in their garage. They're like, Oh, this is going to, this is my calling. This is it. Time to innovate. Um, right. <laughs> so let me ask you, how important is your hair to you and what role does that play in, in your everyday life? Especially considering, you know, that you're the person that, people come to to get theirs back you know to me it's everything i um i have always had very fine thin straight hair and at probably about 18 i did start noticing i was thinning as well so i really didn't ha like i started noticing more hair loss and um you know working in a company that that's you know really what we um do i have always had the resources to take care of my hair and my, and, you know, address my thinning, uh, when I needed to. So, um, for one, it's important for me to be very versed in hair restoration and what we can offer our clients, but also that my hair always looks great and natural, no matter what solution I'm using, whether it's, you know, um, we have, uh, some branded names like Xtrans, um, plus is what you would consider, um, hair restoration, um, so that is something that I've always I've always worn some type of like either toppers or wigs or and also done things to restore my hair, my own growing hair and treat it well, um, making sure I'm taking vitamins. I use minoxidil every day. Um, so I really tap into all of the things I can that we provide at Hair Club, um, but also that my hair looks great. Like I always want to have a fun cut, fun color. 
I've always worn short hair and I love that that's, you know, something that people kind of like know me for my hairstyles and my bold colors. Um, so it's everything. It's my image and um, it's also something that I can use as a sales tool. Like when I walk into a room to show someone like this is what hair restoration can look like. This is m not my growing hair and it still looks so natural and it looks like it is. You would have never known had I not told you. Um, so just to kind of show clients like this is how your hair can look, you know, so it, it definitely is everything to my in, in my career and my image. Hair is number one. Absolutely. And now so you 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 wear you still currently you wear toppers and, and do you do extensions as well? Stuff like that, too, or no? I don't personally do extensions because I like my hair pretty short. Um, I don't wear extensions anyways. Um, I like my hair pretty short. So I typically will go between sometimes I'll wear wigs for fun. Um, but I find that the basically like the all lace hair um, restoration units are the most comfortable to me and I'm able to customize them really um, for what I want. So I that's usually what I kind of gravitate towards. Um, and I almost always am wearing some kind of addition to my hair. Um, so if, unless you see me with a mohawk, that's probably, you know, <laughs> not all my hair. That's me right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the only time. So you've experienced hair loss, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I have and it's something in my family genetics that is very prevalent. So, um, you know, both my dad and brother, um, lost their hair pretty young and um, there's some females in my family also that have had um, you know hair loss so it really wasn't something that totally shocked me but um, I felt very lucky that I was exposed to this industry because I may not have even known that it really was an option had I not worked for hair club yeah you know I was gonna ask like how do you feel but you know you started at such a young age so it was kind of like you know what I'm exposed to like all these solutions so I'm good. And, um, you know, you said like it, it wasn't that shocking to you. And, you know, I didn't feel like that until I came about and started doing what I do now. Cause in the beginning I was kind of like, shit, man, like what the hell? Why is this happening to me? I'm, I'm too young to have these McDonald's arches on my freaking hairline. <laughs> and now that, you know, I, I have the SMP and I have so many friends that, that do it. I almost really don't care like i'm starting to notice that you know it's going back you know i'm starting to lose a little bit more and i'm just looking at it and i'm like you know i don't care there's a there's a solution for it like whatever it is what it is so like i, I get it like you know i guess it's because we we have the knowledge and we know that there's something there where it's kind of doesn't have that same impact on you like as it initially did when you first found out that you were experiencing hair loss yeah for sure i think hair loss can be super devastating and even to people that work at hair club or other places that offer hair restoration, I think it can be devastating. I think to me, it was just something that I, I never had like the hair that I love. Like I never had hair like, Oh my gosh, I have these beautiful, you know, wavy thick hair. I'm, you know, Kardashian hair. Never, I never had that. So to me coming to work for hair club, it was like this whole new world of all these options that I could make my hair better than it ever was. So I think for me, that's always the way that I looked at it. I don't, I'm, I'm not desensitized to the fact that it may not affect everybody, even in the industry that way. But at the same time, for me, it was not really something I stressed about. I mean, I've completely shaved my head before. So 
to me is like, yeah, see what, you know, what part, which one I like the best or, you know, let me try this technology out. I love to test new things. We're constantly, um, you know, innovating new ways to make hair restoration more natural, um, new technologies, um, you know, just new processes we can work on with the hair to, to hopefully make it feel um, as healthy as possible. And I'm always the first one lined up for that test. Like, let me, send me that hair. Let me hey, hair. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So before we go into like other, um, you know, solutions that you aware of or that you guys offer, I got to ask you this out of pocket question. Um, would you guys hire a stylist who kind of had like a, uh, a mullet, but was bald on top? Oh man, you know what? We probably would. I mean, I'm. We would definitely hire anybody if they are fit for the position. But I would definitely think we would probably encourage them to take advantage of one of our <laughs> put a unit options. Put it on, <laughs> yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough one. Like, because you know, even now, like the shaved head is definitely um, a look that people are enjoying and rocking. And you know, you can't really tell someone, "Hey, you should have hair," because you work at hair club. But it's also kind of like, you know, if our clients come in and, and they're getting their hair done with someone with a shaved head, it, it could kind of send a conflicting uh, a conflicting message to the client. <laughs> so we definitely encourage our um, employees to utilize at least one, if not multiple solutions that we um, offer. And Hair Club is very generous to their employees about making sure that, um, you know, that's something that they can get without, um, you know, it coming at a huge cost to them yeah, it's like hey john we appreciate the braids that you have on the back of your head but the top of your head is completely bald and uh, you know it's kind of sending some weird signals there <laughs> you might want to use one of these guys how about that we'll have a listen stall it for you <laughs> right <laughs> i've definitely definitely been a part of a conversation very similar to that <laughs> okay all right there we go has happened folks it has happened <laughs> so happened. What other hair loss solutions are you uh, are you familiar with? What other hair loss solutions do you guys offer? So at, at Hair Club, we I I would say we offer everything that's available on the market at this point. Um, it's something that we pride ourselves on as being not just hair restoration, but all solutions available. So we've really worked on you know making sure we're educating all of our stylists on everything that's available, and we also in in the same time, make sure we have specialists in each location that really focus on certain parts, certain treatments or things like that. So we offer, um, we actually offer scalp pigmentation. It's called Restorink. Um, so we do offer scalp pigmentation um, at a lot of our locations. That's I've been in the last couple of years that that's really been um, a big addition to what we offer. We offer uh, treatments to stop your hair loss and regrow hair. Um, so that's an in-house, you know, you come in for spa treatment, haircut, and then we give you a product regimen to take home and use daily. Um, so someone who's just starting to experience loss, but really doesn't want to, um, get to that point where it's, you know, more severe, um, they can start there. We offer hair transplant with Bosley. So we are actually, Oh, you guys uh, are affiliated. Yeah, we are awesome. affiliated with um, Bosley. So um, we do offer hair transplant through them. So we don't, some of our locations do have a Bosley suite as well. But um, either way, if, if they don't, we have a Bosley partner nearby that offers hair transplant um, and PRP. So um, we offer um, plasma. Uh, plasma plate, pl uh, plate enriched plasma. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. I'm kind of a um, doctor too sometimes. 
Yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually just talking about this yesterday, and then of course, but yeah, platelet-rich plasma. So that's where um, they actually use your own um, blood to to basically help kind of like re-stimulate um, growth. So it's it's a in obviously you have to go to a doctor. Um, so Bosley assists us with PRP as well. Um, we also are uh, we offer several different laser devices. So laser light therapy, which is um, something that a lot of um, people have started to really get into um, in the last several years. We've always offered um, different um, devices, but I think they're they're kind of becoming a little bit more popular now that they're faster. In the beginning, it would took a little bit longer or it was a little bit more work. Uh, maybe like 10 years ago, it was something that you would have to kind of sit there for half an hour and do every night. But now yeah. they work in like a couple minutes. Yeah, like a couple minutes. Throw, throw a hat on. And it's done. Yeah. So we do, we offer the lasers. Um, we offer something called uh, X-Trans Plus, which is a strand by strand process where we actually not um, something very similar to a strand of human hair that resembles human hair to your own hair. It's almost like an extension, but it's literally strand by strand. So for someone who just wants some added volume, um, we can do um, X-Trans Plus. So that or X strands, I'm sorry. Then obviously we have our standard hair restoration, um, which is our biggest business. Um, that's kind of what we've been known for for the years is um, our X strands plus, which is um, a hair. I think most people kind of will relate to the word hair unit. Um, we do a very customized version of that for our clients. Um, and then we also sell wigs now. So that's been the last about year and a half, two years. We've really um, started to offer that as a solution for maybe something more affordable or, you know, if someone's experienced temporary hair loss and they want something less permanent than, um, you know, Xtrans Plus, we offer um, wigs, we offer extensions, um, tape and extensions. We, we, we shied away from that for a very long time. Because extensions can be very damaging. And oh, one yeah, of the and things, get that traction yeah, alopecia. Yes, yeah. And one of the things that we really, um, we f we want to make sure we're doing when we offer solutions is that we're offering safe solutions that aren't going to um, cause additional hair loss. So um, that was something that we had to really find what was going to be right for our clients who are experiencing some type of thinning and not, you know, it's not going to be too harsh on their hair. So we do offer um, tape and extensions, and then we also sell halos. Um, so honestly, at this point, I don't think that there's anything out there that's happening in the hair Yeah, that you guys don't have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, it, it's all under one roof, really. And I think that's really been the key is that if someone comes in for a consultation, they may not know what they need or what they want, but no matter what it is, that we have something that we can offer the client that's going to be, um, you know, helpful in their situation. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have definitely developed a one-stop shop, and I think that's amazing because it's like anyone walking in there that's experiencing hair loss is like the 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 chance of them walking out not being a client is very like slim to none. Right. Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, if. If we couldn't help somebody, I think that that would be, I mean, that's just not something we will ever want any client to feel. If they come and sit down in, in a, uh, for a consultation, it's taken them a lot to probably get to that point. You know, I don't think, you know, people really like to talk about their, you know, hair loss. So if we get them in the door, we really want to make sure that we have something there that's going to help them. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I have some other I have some questions that are specific towards the uh the hair system. Um and this is with some emails that I have received. And um if you don't mind me asking, the the first one, well actually the most common one that I received and I receive even at, at my office is always, can you shower or swim with a hair system on? Yes. So that's it's you know, I, I've actually been to classes where I've heard um, educators say, don't wash your hair, don't shampoo your hair, don't, you know, get the hair wet as as little as possible. And we definitely preach a very different, um, a very different at-home regimen than that. Um, The adhesives that are used um, are strong enough to withstand showering, shampooing your hair, um, and it, it actually helps. So, um, you know, the hair needs moisture, the hair, um, really needs to be treated well. So I, enc- I would encourage it. Um, so d- definitely, yes. Um, uh, make sure you're utilizing good products and you really should be on a, a regimen. The shampooing and conditioning your hair and, um, cleansing is going to actually help the bond to not break down as quickly because all those oils from your scalp start to build up in there. And if nothing is going in and kind of removing that, it's, it's going to cause that adhesive to start to break down. So I actually encourage shampooing your hair. Yeah. And if you don't do that, yeah, yeah. Your whole head will smell like something like, butt. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say I've definitely experienced, um, you know, clients coming in that really haven't, maybe they were afraid or, you know, it's just not part of their regimen. And, and you can tell the difference between somebody that is, you know, maintaining their hair daily or every other day, really shampooing their hair on a regular basis. It's definitely a big difference when the client comes in. Um, so I encourage it. I know with the clients that I see, um, that's something that I always, you know, really focus on the education in the beginning. Like, here's how you want to care for your hair now that, um, you're doing this. Like if, if you want the best results, you have to, you know, invest in good products and, you know, making sure you're doing the hair care regimen at home as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, that's something that I had to learn the hard way because I was always taught to tell the client, no, absolutely not. Don't wet the hair. Don't clean it. You know, you do that when they come back in two weeks for their maintenance. And I remember I was just kind of like, wow, like, you know, this is bad. Like my entire office, it just, it reeked and I could, I, I remember, you know, reading in forums where, where some people were opposed to the hair systems and they would say, oh, it's because of the smells, this, that, and the third. And I was kind of like, okay, now I understand it. But then when I received the proper information and I started promoting, hey, you know, you know, yes, shampoo, uh, condition your hair. And I started, and I was like, okay, I'm not getting, you know, that smell. Like, all right, this is like I'm cutting, you know, someone's hair regularly. It's not, you know, it's like nothing just discouraging where it's like wow like that's really bad so i think that's definitely important for for you know everyone to know and again you know thank you for sharing that because there are a lot of educators out there that are promoting that they're masters in this um the these hair systems and that's one of the big things like when you ask oh can you wet the hair absolutely not you don't want to wet the hair but you know what you actually do need to do that well not wet the hair but to clean it right exactly and i think a lot of it too might be because people don't know what to use and there are definitely products out there that are not going to be compatible with um, the adhesives and the hair system. So one thing that 
is unique about Hair Club, I will say, is that we have a product line that we have tested with adhesives and, you know, with our heads of hair to really be able to give moisture back to the hair, cleanse the hair without breaking the bond. So it's not, it's definitely something I, I would recommend finding the right products. Cause if you put, if you use Pantene at home and you shampoo your hair with Pantene, all of those oils and parabens that are in that shampoo Isn't and conditioner sure. are going to break down the adhesive. So it is, important to have the right products. Um, we actually just recently even started selling our products online. That's something we never did before. Um, we opened up an online shop when uh, we had to close our salons. And um, that is something that really at this point now, other people have access to. So if you're wanting to try out some products to recommend or um, you want to you know, send someone to the website, um, it's shop.hairclub.com and there are some great products on there. There's even one specifically for the scalp and keeping the scalp clean. It's called Alive and it is like a, basically designed to kind of flush out all those oils and odor and dead skin cells that kind of can creep in there between the scalp and, um, and the hair system. Um, it helps with itching. It's an awesome product. So we definitely have geared our product line towards really making sure that it's not having any adverse effects on the hair system itself or the adhesive. Wow, that's awesome. I did not know that you guys had an online shop. I'm definitely going to check that out because, I mean, you guys have been doing this for years and years. So I'm, 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 I'm sure that you guys are using the best of the best products that are out there. Yeah, we have our own product line. So we um, actually about a, a couple of years ago, we really kind of revamped everything and um, we have a really great product line. Not that it wasn't great before, but um, I think we, we definitely have stepped it up. So we have a really um, diverse product line for really any type of hair. Um, so I do, I do think that, you know, it's been nice to, to be able to offer that to more people. Um, like for, like I said, for so long, we only offered it in our salon. So there was no other place to buy it. Um, and so for us to now have an online store and be able to say, you know, it was, uh, I did a webinar a couple weeks ago and my aunt joined and she's like, where can I find that shampoo? And it was <laughs> nice to be able to say to her like, oh, I'm the online store, you know? Nice. So yeah, definitely check it out. There's a lot of great products and it, they are specifically um, designed to work with um, the hair systems and the adhesives. Awesome. All right. Well, there you yeah. go, guys. You got an online shop. Um, so what about if you're living in a in a hot state, uh, kind of, you know, down south or you in California, you know, how, how does that affect the hair system? Well, I will say it definitely makes a difference. I have lived in Florida, Texas and now Las Vegas. So it's uh, places that are hot and humid or just extremely hot like Vegas. And it definitely can cause the adhesives to not hold quite as long. Um, and that's because your body chemistry is, you know, melting it down. Basically, you know, if it's super hot and humid and you're sweating all the time, that adhesive continues to stay hot and um, the oils from your sweat and scalp and all of that producing and kind of get trapped under there. So I will say this, I would suggest if you are in those summer months or if you are in a very hot state that stays hot, you probably want to consider maintenance more frequently than if it's winter and cold. Uh, people are also more active in the summer. They're going to the pool, um, you know, the outdoor activities. And so I, it definitely makes a difference. A lot of the clients, I always recommend, like, 
change your schedule up. So in the winter, you might be able to go five or six weeks at the most. In the summer, you might need to go three weeks. So, you know, plan for that. Got you. And I was that was going to lead to my next question. Like what what's the maintenance routine uh, like? Well, not routine, but the the scheduling, because I I've always been taught from any class that I've taken that they should go no more than two weeks. Or does that depend on the client themselves? It definitely depends on the client. Um, it depends on their activity. It depends on their skin type. Um, it depends on, you know, what adhesives you're using um, as well. There are adhesives that have a four to six week um, lifespan and they work great. And for a lot of clients, they can go six full weeks between visits. Got now, you. That's, that's not every client. It, I would probably say the average client comes between um, – Three and four weeks would be kind of like a, a sweet spot, I would say. Um, basically, like kind of when you need a haircut. Um, and the adhesives will easily go that time for most clients. There's always going to be that exception. You know, I, I worked with our new clients for a very long time. And there's always those clients that like you try every different combination. And no matter what, after two weeks, they're, they're ready for a, a you know, a, a service and, you know, to kind of re refresh the adhesive. Um, and no matter, you know, what combination you use, it's just that their skin type, it, it needs um, that to be done. So it definitely just depends on the person, but I would say the the range of adhesive application and hold could go anywhere from two weeks to six weeks. Got you. And, you know, in regards to, you know, the adhesive, when I get clients that they bring in their own hair systems that they purchase from Amazon, I uh, result to my trusty Elmer's glue. It works the best with those. Yeah, <laughs> just, the, no, no, no. <laughs> it was like a moment of silence like oh my god he what i'm just I'm kidding like, absolutely this not. is what you get if you come in with that you're getting the 99 cent craft glue Sorry, yeah buddy. exactly the, yeah. the the one that looks like a the one that looks like a lipstick you know that like you just glide it on the top there you go buddy right. hold on to that um, yeah, we're, we're using glue sticks on you, so. <laughs> hey i'm not mad at that you know hey, there's, hey. There's, there's something to be said about loyalty <laughs> <laughs> so would you would you ever date anyone who wore uh, a hair system or had uh, scalp micropigmentation Absolutely. I, I personally think that everybody should feel comfortable to do what makes them feel good. Um, it's something that is something that I encourage is people ask me all the time. I swear every time I sit in an Uber or, you know, I'm out and I tell someone what I do, I do a full consultation. And the answer I give every single person is because a lot of times it's what does it cost? How often do you have to come in? So look, if it's important to you, you should do it. If, it, if it's going to make you feel better about yourself, um, if it's something that is preventing you from living your life to the fullest, then you should definitely do something about it. Um, and I would, I would be an, a hypocrite if I wouldn't date somebody that um, was utilizing any kind of, um, you know, hair restoration because I do. So I definitely think that's something we really need to destigmatize um, in just in society. You know, people get implants, people get all kinds of you know, enhancements now, eyelash extension. I mean, it's our society is filled with all types of enhancements. So I really think hairs should definitely not be one that we're getting hung up on. Yeah, definitely. It's a great answer. And and if you're going to date someone who's wearing hair systems, he he damn sure better be letting you install it. Right. Not no one else. Right. 
oh look okay that's <laughs> that that's a deal breaker the only thing that i will say like you have to let me you have to let me cut your hair like i i mean i i do i'm probably the most picky person so i'm if it's not perfect all the time i'm gonna <laughs> be messing with it so yeah but you know what that is a that's also a curse for hairstylists it's like we get home and there's somebody waiting for a haircut and you're like oh man. you're like shit like, i thought my day was over thought i was done yeah. for the day damn it <laughs> exactly so Alyssa, before before we wrap it up can you tell everyone where we can find you or instagram facebook any uh websites you have yeah so i am on instagram at i am Alyssa marie e-l-i-s-s-a-m-a-r-i-e um i am on facebook Alyssa ashley my last name is a-t-c-h-l-e-y um and then i am working on youtube um i still don't really have a great uh like channel yet that's a project that i i'm gonna be working on a little more i have some videos up though so if you want some tutorials on wigs or different things you can definitely um subscribe to my youtube channel right now it's just under my first and last name so if you search me you'll see some of the videos that i've done so far um but that's definitely a work in progress um but yeah so those are my social media platforms and if you have any kind of questions about either your hair hair loss or even you know industry questions i'm always happy um to answer any any questions that come my way or or send you the right direction if you are looking for, you know, help with your hair. Awesome. Alyssa, thank you again so much, you know, for coming on the podcast, dropping some knowledge there and just chopping it up with me. I do appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. This was awesome. I think that, you know, what you're doing is a uh, is really cool. I definitely feel like it's something that I I have a lot of passion for really just kind of sharing our knowledge and creating a network and also just you know, to be stigmatizing, you know, hair loss and hair restoration. So I love what you're doing here. And uh, I was really excited to be a part of this today. Absolutely. Thank you. That means a lot to me, Alyssa. I appreciate you. Awesome. You too. All right, guys. So that's going to be it for this episode of the Scalp Solutions podcast. Until the next time. Peace. Peace.